0: MRN's Classic Races are brought to you by Hercules Tires. From the Indianapolis Raceway Park in Indianapolis, Indiana, the NASCAR Truck Network presents the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series. Tonight, the Cummins 200. Sponsored by Ray Bestis, the best in brakes and the official brakes of NASCAR. By Sears Diehard, America's most trusted battery. Sponsoring the Diehard Race Fan. By Craftsman Tools, the tools that last forever. By Gatorade Thirst Quencher, the official sports beverage of NASCAR. Hey, life's a sport, drink it up. By Ford F-Series, the best-selling trucks are built Ford Tough. By Federated Auto Parts Stores, professional advice, brand-name parts. By Chevrolet, who invites you to test drive the most dependable, longest-lasting trucks on the road. You'll understand what we mean when we say Chevy Trucks Like a Rock. By Wagner Brake Products. When it comes to your car or truck, don't stop with anything less than Wagner Brakes. And by Champion Truck Plug and Champion Truck Wire. Designed for the same reasons you bought your truck, sport utility, or family van
1: the flashbulbs begin to pop wildly here at indianapolis raceway park in indiana as the fans in attendance take pictures of the starting lineup now on the racetrack having completed one of three pace laps as we get set for the cummins 200. welcome back to nascar truck network's live coverage of the 14th race the 1998 nascar craftsman truck series season alan bestwick alongside or actually mike bankley alongside alan bestwick here as the trucks begin rolling out on the racetrack boris Sitz, federated auto parts ford after being uh, involved in a qualification accident has come from pit road after some last-minute adjustments made on his machine
2: joining the tail end of the field right now Field getting the signal as they come to the start-finish line. In one more lap, we will go. Green flag racing 200 trips around the Indianapolis Raceway Park Oval tonight. This racetrack, a shade over six-tenths of a mile long. Not a whole lot of banking in the corners. Seven degrees in the turns, and that's at the steepest part of the banking, up by the outside retaining wall. Let's bring in now the fifth voice who will call the action for us tonight here on the NASCAR Truck Network. He's stationed on the back straightaway at the entrance of Turn 3. From Hampton, Virginia, Joe Moore. This
3: place has always been a very fast racetrack, Allen, it continues to be fast, it continues to be wide, and as some of the drivers said in the pre race interviews, now it's smooth. It's smooth, the transition from the top to the bottom of the racetrack at the corners and exiting the turns, particularly what I'm looking at now as the field works its way off turn two and hits this long back straightaway. Smooth so they can get a bite down to the bottom of the track, smooth so they can get a bite on the top side. You're going to see some great side by side racing on the back straightaway, and I'll have it all for you here tonight at IRP. Tonight will be the second event, the NASCAR Craftsman Truck
1: Series will have live pit stops in case you missed it last week. Drivers allowed to come down at any time under green or yellow conditions and make live pit stops in that tires can be changed, fuel can be added, chassis adjustments can be made. Two tires allowed under caution, four under green. Tonight be interesting to see how pit strategy plays a role in the Cummins 200. Here
2: comes the field down to the stripe green flag and the race is underway. Randy Tolsma and Ron Hornaday on the front row drag race into turn one. Tolzma gets the nose out in front. Tolzma leads the
3: way for the first time off turn two and down the back straightaway. It's a drag race for the second spot and halfway down the back stretch it is won by Ron Hornaday he takes second with Sprague falling
1: to third Hornaday now takes the second spot Jack Sprague really having a whole lot of steam poured on him by Jimmy Hensley Hensley's Dodge wound up down to the inside lane almost making contact with Sprague in turn one that's the best the best race on the racetrack it's in turn two Hensley's got her hooked up on the
3: inside lane but look out Jack Sprague's hooked up as well he looks underneath Jimmy Hensley for a chance to get by settles back in line Mike Bliss also in that battle he's now going after Hensley all
2: four. Sprague with a slip, loses a couple of positions as Bliss and Joe Ruttman get by him. Now here comes Bliss to the inside of Hensley. This would be for the third position. They're side by side in two.
3: And Bliss gets a good move this time. Coming off turn number two. Gets around Jimmy Hensley. He'll claim the third position. Hensley falls in line in fourth. Joe Rutman in fifth. And Sprague now rides to the sixth spot.
1: Racing further back of the field. Almost three wide there for a moment. Mike Wallace inside Harvick, the meat of the sandwich. Jay Saunders on the outside. They're racing for about the ninth spot that continued to rages on Mike Wallace down to the inside still with Jay Sauter hanging tough on the outside
3: lane Wallace going for the seventh position he's got the momentum coming up off turn number two flashes out in front to grab the position Jay Sauter settles in line behind him in turn three a
2: little bit of trouble for Scott Hansen, who's losing a couple of spots in the back straight away as he uses a few positions here's a challenge for the lead Ron Hornaday with a bold move down to the inside as the caution flag waves at the start finish line yellow flag on the speedway for the first time believe someone has dropped some debris out of the racetrack. Go ahead, Joe.
3: It appears to be Boris Said. His truck came down the back stretch, dropping some fluid on the racetrack. He entered the pit lane. The entrance to pit road is here in turn number three. And said has made his way back to his pit stall. And just as the caution flag was coming out, Hornaday made the bonsai
1: run down to the inside and has damage to the right rear of the Napa Chevrolet. He and Randy Tolsma made contact. Just as Alan told us the caution was coming out, a big puff of smoke in between those two machines but there is damage to the Napa Chevy here
2: at lap four. But Hornaday did complete the move and come back around to the caution flag with the race lead. First lead change of the night after Tolsma led the first four circuits. It's now Ron Hornaday out in front with Mike Bliss second, Randy Tolsma third, Joe Rotman fourth, and Jimmy Hensley in fifth. Caution for the first time, liquid from the Boris said machine here at Indianapolis Raceway. Napa! Back under the green flag here at
1: Indianapolis Raceway Park. Ron Hornaday leads at lap eight. Randy Tolsma second. Mike Bliss third with Joe Rutman fourth. and Jimmy Hensley falling in the fifth spot. Ron Hornaday has wasted no time from pulling away from the rest of the field. He's really cutting the mustard coming off
2: of turn four and leading by about four truck lengths. Challenge for second. Mike Bliss up underneath of Randy Tolsma. Tries to look down to the inside of one. Can't quite get alongside. Now does in the center of the corner.
3: Bliss has picked off a couple of spots already this evening in the early laps of this race. Oh, now trouble in turn two. Wayne Anderson
1: gets spun around right on a huge pack of traffic. Lance Norick and uh, Kevin Sawinski making a... Bro, a, a bold move to avoid him Wayne Anderson though refires his truck we continue under the green flag but a close call there in turn two now, now Mike like- bliss spins Joe Rutman spins also Rutman collects it Bliss is in the wall as they race back into turn
2: number two caution is on the speedway when Mike Bliss gets spun around here in turn one Mike Bliss racing Randy Tolsma for the second and third positions his truck was down to the inside of the racetrack it looked like Tolsma had the outside lane into the corner A little brief brush there between the two it looked like and Bliss goes around into the outside wall with the left side of his machine and quickly the early going of this Cummins 200 gets a little bit rough and rugged a lot of physical racing going on out there. Shower of sparks from underneath the team ASC
1: Ford. Joe Moore, and, uh, a lot of sparks out there. Almost looks like the pre-race festivities here at IRP.
3: It did, you know, when that uh, crash first occurred there in turn number two after Bliss got involved, it was almost a spin by Jack Sprague here on the back straightaway. That thing continued down here. Sprague and Joe Rubin went at it for a while, banged off each other a couple of times, both got them straightened out. It'll be interesting to see if there's any damage to the side of those trucks.
2: Here's Mike Bliss down on pit Road with his uh, Team ASC Ford with uh, the sparks showering behind it as he comes to rest in his stall. Let's cover the Mike Bliss stop.
4: Left front tire is flat on Mike Bliss's truck. He has damage to the left front fender and the left side of his truck. So, yes, Mike Bliss does have problems. I'm not uh, sure at this angle whether he has uh, problems with his toe in or not on the truck, but definitely some sheet metal damage and a flat tire for Mike Bliss
1: some hard racing going on there with randy tolsma mike running in the third position trying to take second away coming into turn one making some contact and and, and really mike bliss having some good runs of late was sixth last weekend at uh, pikes peak international raceway before that a ninth place finish and other than the win at milwaukee back on the fourth of july the team has struggled with finishes in the high 20s low 30s hoping to turn things around tonight with mike having a lot of experience on this racetrack basically an open wheel racing
2: Mike has gone a lap down though after coming to pit road with that flat tire just in front of the uh, race leaders and while he was there getting the service from the crew it did not take long for the field to overtake him. So Bliss now down a lap and following all the way back to the 33rd position with Boris said out of the race now in 34th spot. Uh, Tough luck there for Bliss will follow up on his problems in just a couple of minutes. Meantime the field working its way around under the yellow flag for the second time already in this event. 13 laps in
1: we had told you under the first caution that we had a few moments ago that ron hornaday and uh, also uh, i believe it was randy tolsma made contact going into turn two tony Rizzuti, fred graves the crew chief for ron hornaday has he said anything about the damage is it affecting the truck any at all
5: well mike the damage isn't affecting the truck at all but ron wanted to make sure that randy tolsma's spotter was told To race me clean, don't run into the back of me. So far, no problems with the truck. He's just concerned that they race clean and don't get a little crazy this early in.
2: Still plenty of racing ahead as we're just uh, 13 laps now of 200 complete here. On pit road, Lance Norick's truck, Mike Bliss on pit road again. Looks like Wayne Anderson has made a pit stop. Let's go back downstairs. Let's talk to Barry Dodson. Barry, what kind of damage you got?
5: I don't know, you know. It's too early in the race for us to be doing that. We had a great truck, but you have to look and see.
4: So they've got damage both on the front and the back, Alan. But one thing that's not going to affect uh, tonight is his spoiler is still
2: intact and still up where it needs to be to put downforce on the back of the truck. Really, for hitting the outside wall flush with the left side of the machine like Bliss did, he doesn't have as much damage as I thought he would. So they were very lucky in one sense there. Unlucky that while racing for second spot just 11 laps in, they get turned around and are now a lap down.
1: So let's recap the top 10 for you now. At lap 14, Ron Hornaday leads Randy Tolsma, Jimmy Hensley, Mike Wallace, and Joe Rutman. They are the top five. Jack Sprague is sixth. Jay Sauter is seventh. Kevin Harvick is eighth. Rick Crawford is ninth. And Greg Biffle round out the top 10, going a little bit further back for you. Tony Raines, 11th. Ron Barfield is 12th. Dennis Setzer is 13th. Lonnie Rush is 14th. B.A. Wilson is 15th. Stacy Compton, Tony Roper,
2: Brian Reffner, Tammy Joe Kirk, and Gary St. Amat round out the top 20 as we're going back to green. Pace trucks on pit road here comes the field off turn four green flag is in the air and again Ron Hornaday leads them up through the gear single file line now all the way back thirty three deep Hornaday told Hensley Mike Wallace and Joe Ruttman the top five goals
3: peeks a little bit to the outside of Ron Hornaday off turn two settles back in line single file that's the way they'll race down the back straightaway entering turn three
1: working their way off of turn number four now Randy Tolsman not, not letting Ron Hornaday get too far away about a truck length maybe two in the rears. Jimmy Hensley about a Truck length off the rear bumper of Randy Tolzma. Traffic stacking up from fourth on back, though. That's where Joe Ruttman's trying to put some
3: pressure on Mike Wallace off of turn two. Ruttman definitely knocking on the door, looking for a chance to get by Mike Wallace. But Wallace comes down the banking, blocks that move down to the inside. Ruttman will try again in turn four.
2: Field works its way off the corner, comes down to the start-finish line right now about two truck lengths open up between Hornaday and Tozma the top two Ruttman continuing to apply pressure for Mike Wallace for the fourth spot
3: gave Wallace a little love tap that time going into turn number two tapped him then fell back behind him again coming to turn three Joe Ruttman peeks for a chance to get by Mike Wallace but still can't find it.
1: Tip of the cap early on to Greg Biffle starting in the 14th spot working his way around Tony Raines getting up to the 10th position right now Biffle trying to close in up on ninth place Rick Crawford Biffle taking a bit of a wider line the corner applying all the pressure he can off turn two
3: Pizzle goes high Tony range just behind him also trying to make some moves to get out of all that traffic should all settle down single file again entering turn three
2: little contact between Joe Rutman and Mike Wallace as they race for fourth spot in turn four Rutman tried to run up to the inside of Wallace truck broke loose they bounced off each other everybody's away square and they continue now through turns one and off turn two
3: that allows those trucks behind Joe Rutman to close in a little bit matter of fact even more now as they come to the end of the back straight away. Jack Sprague and Jay Sauter now right up on the rear tailgate of Joe Rutland. Jack Sprague and Jay Sauter running 6th and 7th respectively,
1: while Ron Hornaday leads the Cummins 200 at lap 20. Citywide to
4: countryside, whatever you drive, wherever you go, Hercules has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there no matter where the road takes you. Go to HerculesTires.com. There you can find the nearest authorized Hercules retail location to you Plus, you can use the tire tracker to find out which Hercules tire fits your vehicle the best. That's HerculesTires.com. Hercules Tires
2: at its peak,
3: craftsmen
7: in your hand, nothing to stop me. Not a chair, quickie stair, or even engine repair. Craftsmen in your hand, nothing you can't do. Mickey John, boy, that kitchen hat
2: on. Craftsmen in your hand, nothing to stop
0: me. From outdoor care to home and auto repair, do it with Craftsman. Find the tools, equipment, and storage you need at your local Lowe's, Ace Hardware, or Craftsman.com. Strength.
1: The race for the lead in the Cummins 200 is a tight one at lap 26 of 200. Ron Hornaday has had it since lap 5, but Randy Tolsman would like to take it away. They're closing in on the lap truck of Mike Bliss coming off the corner. And a close call for Mike Wallace, racing there in the fourth spot with Joe Ruttman and Jack Sprague. Wallace was almost completely
3: sideways, Joe Moore, and that battle still is not over in turn two. Ruttman's been working hard to get by Mike Wallace because the truck behind him, Jack Sprague, has been giving him a fit. Now the caution
2: flag is out. There is apparently something come off of one of the trucks that just made contact with each other off of turn number four. And so the yellow flag waves I believe there are also a couple of trucks tangled up right on the very inside of the racetrack there that may be where the debris came from. Here come Lance Norick's machine. Uh, along with the Boris said truck and a couple of others sitting down to the inside of the racetrack in the corner. looks like the machine of young Blake Bainbridge is one of those involved and Scott Walters is the other. So some trucks getting tangled up in turn number four resulting in a caution flag for the third time in this race.
1: So we are under caution a lap 28 and that does give the crews a bit of a break. Actually the drivers a bit of a break racing hot and heavy for the last few laps seeing uh, what they have to offer but right now basically it's been the ron hornaday randy tolsma show with tolsma not letting hornaday get too far away tonight's broadcast of the cummins 200 is brought to you under exclusive radio rights granted by the national association of stock car auto racing to the nascar truck network a division of mrn radio solely for the private non-commercial use of our listening audience any publication reproduction or other use of the description and accounts of this race without the expressed written consent of nascar and the nascar
2: truck network is prohibited won't take long for the cleanup to be done from well just as i say that they spot some liquid around the racetrack from one of the machines so it may actually turn out to be a little bit more of an extended caution than originally planned since all the machines involved in the spin up there in turn four drove away blake bainbridge a name you may not be familiar with one of those involved makes his first nascar craftsman truck series start here tonight he's a 19 year old from Hueytown, Alabama, a former go-kart racer. He's been running the uh, Allison Legacy cars for the last couple of years with great success, and tonight he steps up to the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series for the first time and gets uh, twisted around in traffic off of uh, turn number four just 28 laps into the event. I'd
1: like to give a tip of the cap also to Dennis Setzer, running now in the 12th position, driving the Mopar Dodge that Bob Keselowski normally drives. Bob suffering from a hip injury at the Texas Motor Speedway back in June. Bob is due back in the truck Sunday at the New Hampshire International Speedway when we run in the Pennzoil 200. have to talk, uh, had a chance to talk to Bob about his rehab regimen. How does one exactly rehab a hip situation?
3: Well, it's a trip to the chiropractor in the morning, a massage therapist about, oh, every second day. And uh, what's been helping the most here lately is I got into a spa and just been doing, you know, exercise. And uh, I try to do that at least once a day, sometimes twice a day. The more I do, the better I get. So I need to get in there more, but you know, here we are off racing in the, in Colorado. So that kind of that delays it a little bit. But I also need to stay in touch with my team, and and so I can get back in this thing here in a few more races. And he
1: will be back in Sunday in the Pennzoil 200 at New Hampshire. Let's go to pit road. One of the
5: drivers that are really making a move is Mike Wallace. Tim Cahooth is the crew chief. You started eighth, you're up to fourth, but you're having a heck of a battle back there what's mike saying about the truck in the battle
3: well right now uh, this early in the race the truck's a little bit loose coming off i mean we're probably willing to give up a spot or two here until we get a pit stop but you know we're just going for the long run and if we back up one or two spots here we'll let them guys go
5: get her tightened up when we put the tires on but we should be pretty good mike wallace won a bush grand national race here at irp back in 94. he hopes to repeat here in
2: the truck series only a handful of trucks pitting under this yellow flag. Uh, the uh, Kevin Sawinski machine was on pit road. Scott Hansen was in, Wayne Anderson, and Scott Walters. Let's check down there with Jim Phillips.
4: And also Lance Dorick is behind the wall. What's the problem?
5: Uh, looks like we got a little hole in the radiator down there. Everything kind of got tightened up down there in three and four. So, uh, you know, it's, it's too bad for the guys, but, you know, it looks like we'll probably get
4: out here in a few minutes. What happened over there?
5: It looks like the 37 truck and I'm not sure who else looks like they got together in three and four and uh, they slid up the track and they came back down the track and everything was a bunch of trucks going everywhere and there was nothing to do. I couldn't stop. So
4: So he sits behind the wall. Lance Norick, the crew is replacing the radiator. He hopes to get back in and get points.
1: If you're just tuning in, we have completed 31 of the 200 laps that make up the Cummins 200, a race that saw Randy Tolzma get his first ever bud pole. He led from lap one to lap four. Ron Hornaday took the lead at lap five, and he has been there ever since. We are currently wrapping up our third caution of the evening. Trucks behind the wall right now include Lance Norick, Blake Bainbridge, and Boris said Mike Bliss. If you're a Mike Bliss fan, he was uh, involved in a crash back earlier in the event making contact with the wall in turn one right now running
2: 31st some three laps four laps in arrears. Field getting set to go back under the green flag now with Hornaday, Tolsma, uh, Hensley, Jimmy Hensley, Mike Wallace and Joe Rutman being the top five drivers rest of the top ten Jack Sprague, Jay Sauter, Kevin Harvick, Rick Crawford and Greg Biffle and the field comes through turn four pace truck hits pit road and here we go back single file working off the corner with the
1: lead lap trucks to the outside the lap truck of Scott Walters and Mike Bliss down to the inside but here we are, back under the green flag. Ron Hornaday nails the button, gets back on the gas,
3: brings Randy Tolsman with him as they race single file back to turn two. Front two trucks, now the front three trucks include Jimmy Hensley. They are all clear the lap truck of Scott Walters. Here they come, nose to tailgate into turn number three. Here they come through, turns three and four now. Again, Hornaday
1: the leader, Randy Tolsman second. Jimmy Hensley is third. The bottleneck is from fourth on back. That's where Mike Wallace trying to get around the lap truck of Scott Walters and will succeed at the start-finish line. But Joel Moore... Joe Ruttman really is putting on the pressure for Wallace for the fourth spot. Rutman working hard trying
3: to get by the lap truck also dealing with Wallace. He's wide up on his tailgate coming back into the corner and again remember he's got to make something happen Those Jack Sprague's on his tailgate.
2: Sprague beginning to try and apply some pressure and get back toward the front. Remember Sprague started up in the third spot lost a couple of positions in a little near spin off turn two but since gathered it back up. Here's a challenge for the lead.
3: Off turn number two, Randy Tosma looks to the inside of Hornaday, didn't see the opportunity, he ducks back in line, single file to turns three and four good battle
1: on the racetrack further back Jay, Jay, uh, Jay Sauter that is running in the seventh spot getting a whole lot of company from Kevin Harvick off of turn four Stacy Compton is in there as well those three trucks are racing there Rick Crawford also Greg Biffle Tony Raines and others that knot
3: of traffic now gets tangled up a bit in turn two Raines tries to make the move to the inside of Greg Biffle gets the truck turned almost sideways Biffle gets the way cleanly Raines straightens it out but almost loses the spot to Dennis Setzer he'll hold his spot for now
2: and had his hand full to keep him running over Rain's machine when he got sideways unexpectedly in front of him. Again, everybody away cleanly now. 37 laps complete. Let's follow that race for position one more time off two.
1: Now trouble in turn one andy houston slams into the outside wall the truck got a bit loose he slapped it flush with the right side of the machine he's able to keep on going though no caution on the speedway but a close call there for andy houston running well back in the pack right now trucks passing him left and right as ron hornaday leads the cummins 200 at lap 38. We continue under the green flag here at Indianapolis Raceway Park in Indiana. The Cummins 200 for the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series right now 44 laps are in the books of the 200 that make up the event Ron Hornaday now in the lead trying to get by the lap traffic of Mike Bliss successful in doing so with Randy Tolsma really putting on the pressure Jimmy Hensley runs third right now fourth place is where it's at Joe Ruttman there, trying to hold off the advances of Jack Sprague Ruttman and Sprague fourth and fifth. Then Allen, traffic really stacking up from sixth on back. Mike Wallace has got a whole lot of company coming off of turn four.
2: Both frontman and Ed Sprague went around Mike Wallace a couple of laps ago. Now Wallace has about six trucks lined up behind him. Jay Sauter, Kevin Harvick, Rick Crawford, Greg Biffle, Tony Raines, and more headed off too.
3: Wallace has lost some of the handling ability he had earlier this evening. We're noticing coming off turn number two, the back end wants to come around, and it's costing him dearly. Jay Sauter is all over him now, trying to pick off a spot.
1: Sauter now gets back in line off of turn four and will follow Wallace through. Wallace again in sixth. Sauter in seventh. Few laps ago. Andy Houston slammed into the turn one wall. Jim Phillips, what's the status on the damage of his Chevrolet?
4: Well they change the right side tires. Dr. Rick Rand what kind of damage you got?
8: Well, he had the steering wheels off, so he got in the fence, probably knocked the toe in or, or bent the center link, may have even rolled the eccentric back in the rear end. It, it's going to be a long night for the Addington
4: Chevrolet, but we, we got to get them rookie folks to go we'll stay in there. Well, they expect a long night, guys, after this crash into the wall for Andy Houston
2: change for fourth spot in the back straightaway Jack
3: Sprague did a little a cheap metal banging against Joe Ruttman to make the pass but he swept out on the inside got by Ruttman he moves up to fourth all this going on
1: behind Ron Hornaday who leads Randy Tolsma second Hensley third then he got Sprague now just taking the fourth spot away from Joe Ruttman Ruttman back to fifth sixth is Mike Wallace with Jay Sauter running seventh Kevin Harvick is eighth and ninth is Rick Crawford with 10th Greg Biffle 11th place is the good race on the racetrack right now Tony Reigns has that position. Dennis Setzer been, has been working down to the low lane trying to take it away for the last few laps right now and almost Setzer almost finds the wall with Setzer running in the 12th spot.
2: Truck got a pretty good wiggle off turn four on Setzer as he tried to cut low. Let's follow it. He looks low again on Reigns off 2
3: Setzer. has got a good run off turn number two pulls it down to the inside of the racetrack but again get on complete the pass he'll fall back in and again give a little tap to Tony Reigns as they go to turn four.
1: Setzer again running in the 12th spot rallying down to the inside of Reigns. almost making contact coming off the corner. But Setzer again gets back in line on the front straightaway. Now dives his Dodge down
3: to the inside of ranges' Ford in turn two. Wants to try to get Reigns locked up on the high side of the racetrack. Get him blocked in behind some traffic so maybe he can make the move. Halfway down the back straightaway, Setzer is there. Can't quite pull even though as they go into the corner
2: work their way up off of turn number four once more. Let's look farther ahead. Here's Jack Sprague down to the inside of Jimmy Hensley for the third spot draws even off turn two. Spray
3: gains the position exiting turn number two gets by cleanly using the inside lane Hensley in line behind him with Joe Rubin right up on Hensley's rear deck.
1: So Sprague goes to third Hensley goes to fourth. Now it's side by
3: side again for 12th. Well, oh turn four. Setzer gets to the side of Tony Reigns spins him completely around Reigns tags the outside wall here comes the traffic streaming down to the inside of the racetrack everybody clearing Rains' truck so far now a few go into the outside as rains rolls down the banking of turn four you could see that one coming caution on
1: the speedway for the fourth time of the evening coming out when dennis setzer and tony rains make
3: contact in turn four joe moore that was definitely close racing well as you said you could see it coming for a while they had been racing there side by side Setzer. Had to be kind of frustrated. He tried everything he knew to get by Tony Raines. That time he finally pulled even with him. Contact made going into turn number four. and Reigns got the short end of that deal, tagging the wall.
2: And the short end continues for him since his truck has not refired yet. He can't get the engine started up. And he sits on the inside of turn four as the field goes by Tony Raines and puts him one lap down. Going to have some pit stops here under this caution flag. All the sign boards are out. We'll recap them in just a minute.
1: Going back to green in one more lap here at Indianapolis Raceway Park in Claremont, Indiana, just outside of Indianapolis right now. Field working behind the Dodge Ram safety truck as Ron Hornaday leads at lap 57. Randy Tolsma is second, Jack Sprague is third, Jimmy Hensley is fourth, and Joe Ruttman is fifth. Six through ten are Mike Wallace, Jay Sauter, Kevin Harvick, Rick Crawford, and Greg Biffle.
2: Field is less than a lap from going back under the green flag. Tony Raines made a couple of stops under this uh, caution flag. He appears to be not much the worse for wear other than losing a lap when his truck wouldn't refire after the spin off turn four a minute ago trucks being penalized at the moment include the machines of Gary Saint-Amant and Andy Houston they did what's called pulling up to pit tried to run up inside the line of cars on the racetrack the line of trucks rather to gain some uh, pit time they're being held one lap by NASCAR right now Ron
1: Hornaday pulls up to the green flag it flies at lap fifty eight Hornaday now trying to get away from Reigns. the lap truck down to the inside Randy Tolsma does as well right Now,
3: Reigns is concerned about getting a lap back on the back straightaway. Hornaday makes his way off turn two, finally clears the Reigns truck. Tony sits now in between Hornaday and the second-place truck off turn four.
1: Off the corner now, Ron Hornaday has that lap truck pad between he and second place Randy Tolzma. Tolzma looking down to the inside, trying to find his way around. Unsuccessful so far. Further back, Joe Ruttman's on the search, opening the inside lane for the fourth spot
3: against Jimmy Hensley off turn two. Ruttman's got it nailed down to the bottom of the racetrack up alongside Jimmy Hensley. Can't do away with him too quickly. Finally in the turn four. He'll get by Hensley and gain the spot.
2: Mike Wallace looking down underneath Hensley now to see if he can get back alongside. Oh, so close Race off that corner. Now a foot or so opens up between them. Now it closes up again as Wallace tries to run inside of Hensley.
3: Wallace digs down low but bangs, gets inside of Hensley. Coming up off the corner. Close racing here at the back straightaway as well. Still dead even going into turn three. Now Wallace has to come out of the gas, let his truck take a set. Hensley
1: will get away and grab the spot. Right now, Hensley holding on to the fifth position. So at the top of the leaderboard on the racetrack right now, Ron Hornaday leads at lap 61. Tony Raines pressuring Hornaday to get a lap back with Jack Sprague now getting away uh, getting around Randy Tolsma to get the second position Tolsma falling back to third Joe Ruttman fourth and Jimmy Hensley fifth Mike Wallace, Jay Sutter, Kevin Harvick Rick Crawford there all the way through ninth and it's side by side for tenth with Dennis Setzer down low Greg Biffle up high they make contact now Setzer goes around Biffle goes around oh they hold on now as Setzer Got into the side of Greg Biffle, but a definitely a close call there in turns one and two.
2: They're on the backstretch.
1: Definitely
3: a great save there as they straighten it out. Also up closer to the front, Tony Rains is going after the race leader.
2: Here's Reigns down to the inside of Ron Hornaday to try and get a lap back. He will get out in front of the race leader. And now here comes Jack Sprague up on Hornaday's tailgate.
3: Sprague sees the inside lane open up. He tries to jump down there and make the move as well. Won't work this time into the corner. Sprague settles in behind leader Hornaday.
1: So now Hornaday has company this time in the form of Randy Tolsma. Randy Tolsma are actually in the form of Jack Sprague while Tolsma's got company in the form of Joe Rutman. It's a two-truck race for the lead and a two-truck race for third off of turn two. Two.
3: Here's Sprague diving off turn two, trying to pull even with Ron Hornaday for the lead. While that third place battle rages on, Randy Colesman looks back and Joe Ruppens all over him
2: nose to tail for the lead nose to tail from third on back to about ninth in line here's a bid by Sprague peeks down to the inside of Hornaday entering one slides back up behind him looks a little bit low again off two.
3: Hornaday takes it kind of low this time as well he realizes that's where Sprague's getting a good set off turn two can't do anything with it there's still nose
1: to tailgate for the lead Jack Sprague trying to find a lane to make it work trying to get around Hornaday it may come now off of turn four Hornaday gets a bit loose almost clips the wall Sprague is there he'll blow past Hornaday into turn one retake the lead now Hornaday
3: tries to come back on him in turn two. Hornaday dives to the inside off the corner not strong enough to pull even he'll settle back in because Randy Kozma was closing in from third Hornaday had to get back in line quickly
2: So Jack Sprague becomes the third different leader of the Cummins 200 as he comes to the start finish line with the top spot this time he's already opened up a truck length on Ron Hornaday now they begin to bunch up behind Hornaday's machine and look for that second spot. Dolesma rides along behind Hornaday he's the third place man just ahead of Joe Ruffin in fourth. Back
3: in fifth, Jimmy Hensley getting some pressure there from Mike Wallace trying to gain that position. Mike Wallace
1: trying to find a way around, but so far unsuccessful as Hensley will hang on to it. Jack Sprague, once he found his way around Ron Hornaday, has scampered away by a six-tenths of a second lead over Hornaday, who's getting pressure right now from Randy Tolzma, Joe Rutman, Jimmy Hensley, and Mike Wallace at lap 68. Continuing under the green flag here at Indianapolis Raceway Park in Indiana. We have completed 74 of the 200 laps that make up the Cummins 200. Right now, Jack Sprague leads at lap 75, just 25 laps away from the halfway point here. Jack would like to hang on and pick up the Gatorade Front Runner Award. $2,000 goes to the leader at the halfway point, Gatorade. The official sports beverage of NASCAR, Jack Sprague right now pulling away from the field. His lead a moment ago was just nine tenths of a second. Now it's up to a second and a half over Ron Hornaday, who now starting to pull away from Randy Tolzma. Now Tolzma has a good race on his hands with Joe Ruttman off of turn two. Joe Ruttman trying to squeeze
3: to the outside of Tolzma that time coming off the corner coming into turn 3 try to go to the inside but a slower truck blocked his move he'll settle back in line behind Tolsma for now
2: running now single file as they come off of turn number 4 and zip down the front stretch Rutman breathes his truck down to the inside of Tolsma looks low again tries to put the fender alongside in the middle of 1 and 2 Got it
3: right where he wants it this time down on the inside of the track and he pulls even with Randy Tolsma here they are racing for third side by side charging back to turn 3 out of the inside is Rutman
1: up to the outside is Randy Tolsma Rutman has the advantage Edge will sweep underneath Tulsma. Now put Joe Ruttman to third, Randy Tolzman to fourth. Now Jimmy Hensley makes that a three-way
3: race back to turn two. Hensley looks for an opportunity to pull to the inside of Tolzman. Saw that it worked for Ruttman. He's going to try it as well, but Tolzman a little more defensive this time. Holds off Jimmy's charge. He settles back in line.
2: Right behind them, a pretty good race for the seventh spot. Jay Sauter has seventh. Kevin Harvick is pressing him from behind, trying to find a way up and around to grab the eighth position. They've got Rick Crawford not far behind them, who's having a good run but has to fend off a challenge for the ninth spot from Greg Biffle those trucks all single file for the moment
3: here again Kevin Harvick making a look out on the inside of Jay Sauter trying to gain that position sees he can't make the move he settles back in here's the other race we were talking about Greg Biffle going after Rick Crawford he's right up on the tailgate for now though does not step out of line
1: Greg Biffle's been experimenting with different lanes last time through turns three and four Biffle was all the way down to the inside of the racetrack now following Crawford's tire tracks directly ahead of them here's Kevin Harvick on the move. Harvick makes his
3: bid down to the inside of the racetrack and he pulls even with Jay Sauter halfway down the back straightaway fans down to the inside of the track pulls even again in turn four
2: this for the seventh position as Harvick tries to hold his spot up underneath Jay Sauter off the corner that's not an easy thing to do here at Raceway Park the very flat corners here the outside is where the normally fast line is
3: Harvey can't make the move but he's going to try it again off turn number two onto the back straight away again the cab even with the tailgate of Jason on his truck but
1: again he can't clear him so they will fall in single file further back now that Crawford Biffle race now becomes a three-way challenge Lonnie Rush comes in Rush opens the inside
3: lane it's up under Biffle at the start finish line he'll stay there in turn two rush might be the mover there he's got the favored lane down on the inside coming off turn number two alongside Biffle This is allowing Rick Crawford to get away from all this traffic.
2: Rick Crawford scooting out just a little bit in the ninth spot. Biffle and Rush racing for tenth ahead of them. Still double wide for the seventh and eighth spots. Jay Sauter and Kevin Harvick. Harvick has to give up his inside lane for a moment, but now digs again down low and two. Harvick
3: jumps down to the low side of Jay Sauter. Gets a good run this time off the corner. He's dead even with him. Halfway down the back straightaway. Sauter seems to get into the corner a little better than Harvick can, but Harvick comes off a little better
1: and again pulls even all four that is the race for the seventh position harvick down to the inside of Jay Sauter. breathtakingly close coming into turn one harvick still not given up in
3: turn two harvick stabs it back to the low side again tries to pull even with Jay Sauter now finally on the back straightaway, says enough of this let me catch my breath he settles back in line behind Jay Saunders Chevy
2: (laughs) you keep digging down to the inside of these quarters here at Raceway Park you will need to catch your breath after a while and Kevin Harvick tried and tried and tried but does probably need to cool the tires a little bit and catch his breath here as we reach the 85 lap mark Jack Sprague now beginning to encounter some lap traffic at the tail end of the field he's run up on the back deck of the Gary St. Amant truck put him a lap down now he's in behind Scott Hansen, and then uh, next ahead will be the Scott Walters truck as Sprague leads Ron Hornaday Joe Ruttman Randy Tolzma and Jimmy Hensley here closing in on halfway from Indianapolis Raceway Park this is the NASCAR Truck Network.
1: with Jack Sprague working through lap traffic it's allowed second place Ron Hornaday to close in Sprague had close to a second and a half lead on Hornaday but now lap traffic becoming a factor Hornaday has trimmed that down to about seven tenths of a second they race off of turn four now and Jack Sprague has five lap trucks ahead of him
3: some racing double wide in turn two or is said directly ahead of the race leader coming off turn number two and yeah, he's closing in and beginning to choose his lanes. Not only is it said, Randy McDonald is up there, Andy Houston, Kevin Zewinski, quite a few machines that the leader's going to have
2: to pick his way through soon. They slide off of turn number four now. Sprague looks to the outside, has no running room there to get around the machine of Randy McDonald. Now he will have to look again high as they're kind of right in the middle of the track off two.
3: Picks up to the outside of McDonald, but if McDonald comes up the track as well. Here's Sprague flashing down to the inside. He'll try it there going into turn
1: three. And won't be able to make the pass for now on McDonald McDonald racing hard in the outside lane trying to stay on the lead lap but will go one lap down at the start finish line so Jack Sprague has a one lap truck pad between he and Ron Hornaday in turn Two.
3: Sprague again goes to work on more lap traffic this time it is Andy Houston just in front of the race leader he'll flash to the inside Sprague will make easy work of getting by the Houston
2: truck in turn four. Field works its way off of turn number four. They'll complete the ninety third lap of two hundred in the event closing in on the halfway point of the race. Still lap traffic the factor for the race leaders now as Joe Rutman has to deal with the Randy McDonald truck to stay in contact with the top two Rutman
3: jumps down to the inside of the track to get by that machine while Sprague is now cleared Andy Houston Hornaday now with Houston separating him from the race leader off the corner
1: now six laps away from halfway lap one hundred is the halfway mark here. Jack Sprague now pulling away a bit even more after bypassing the lap truck of Andy Houston Ron
3: Hornaday trying to do the same
1: as they race single file off the corner. Break
3: got a little bit of breathing room now They got by a couple of those trucks some of the others have kind of moved out a ways so he can kind of cool his heels for the time being Hornaday in the heat of battle he looks behind sees rubbing on his tailgate he's got to get by Andy Houston
2: looks out of the inside of Houston off turn four farther back we talked about Kevin Harvick having to catch his breath and cool his tires for a couple of laps well I guess he's decided it's time to try again one more time. Time, he's peeking down to the inside of Jay Sauter for the seventh spot.
3: Coming off turn number two, they too are going to have to deal with some lap traffic. A truck sits just ahead of them as they get the back away Scott Walters in front of Jay Sauter. Kevin Harvick sees the opportunity. Maybe he can box him in. If you're tuning in, waiting for the five minute halfway break here
1: at lap 100, it's not going to happen tonight. Last weekend, the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series allowing teams and pit crews and drivers to make flying pit stops live pit stops and doing away with that five minute mid race break. They've done the same for tonight and Sunday's race at the New Hampshire International Speedway. So there will be no halfway break. It adds a bit of a pit strategy element into tonight's Cummins 200. Right now we're seeing drivers really chew up those tires, Alan, and it's going to be critical when to make that pit stop if we continue under the green flag that will be even more critical as we close in on the end of the race.
2: Well, we've had ca- four caution flags so far in the event. None of the lead trucks, hardly any trucks at all, came down pit road out of those first four caution flags. As we have trouble now, speaking of yellows, up in turn three, Rick Crawford goes around in the middle of the corner, racing in the ninth spot. The field scatters behind Him, Greg Biffle spins trying to avoid Crawford, and the yellow flag waves two laps shy of the halfway point of this race. So, truck also
3: involved here, Alan, not in the same crash on the back straightaway, Rick. Carelli got a little punt coming off turn number two. He looped his truck on the back straight away, kept it off the inside wall, and was able to
1: continue. Rick Crawford and Greg Biffle running in and around the top ten. Crawford, circle bar forward, making the left-hand turn into one of the safety access roads with smoke billowing from under the hood. So an early night and a tough break for Rick Crawford as we work the caution flag at lap 99 of the Cummins 200. The lead trucks are on pit road at lap 100 of the Cummins 200. First to Tony Rizzutti.
5: Jack Sprague in right side, tires and gasoline only. Same for Ron Hornaday, right side. They had a problem when they came in. Joe Rutland overshot his pit, ran into the back of Ron Hornaday. He had to back out. Also two tires for Jay Sauter, Stacey Compton,
4: as well as Randy Tolzman. Now down to Jim Phillips. On this end of the pit lane, Jimmy Hensley, and he got right side tires. Roper has been in, so has the Greg Biffle. He's been in. Dennis Setzer has been in for tires, but uh, Jimmy Hensley only got rights. They might come back
2: in. Uh, Rick Crawford is still on the pit lane They're working on the left front of his pickup. The one that got off pit road first was uh, Randy Renfro. And I want to check and see if he got fuel only or had a problem and missed his pit stall. But he got in and out quicker than anybody and came off onto the racetrack first in line. Then looking behind Renfro uh, off of pit road should be Jack Sprague. Then behind Sprague will be Jimmy Hensley, and now Renfro's gone back onto pit road again, so he must have uh, had a problem trying to make his stop the first time around. So it'll be Sprague, the leader, then Hensley, then Mike Wallace. Ron Hornaday will fall back to fourth. Then Jay Sauter, Joe Ruttman, Kevin Harvick, Ron Barfield, and Dennis Setzer will fill out the top ten. Under the caution flag, just past halfway from Indianapolis Raceway Park, this is the NASCAR Truck Network.
1: We continue under the caution flag, the fifth one of the evening here at Indianapolis Raceway Park. 102 of 200 laps are complete. The Gatorade Front Runner Award was to be handed out at lap 100, but since we were under the caution flag, it will be awarded on the fifth green flag lap after we go back racing which should be coming here in just a lap or so, so Jack Sprague's going to have to wait to see if he can get a hold of that $2,000 put up by Gatorade, the official sports beverage of NASCAR.
2: Rick Crawford has climbed from his truck and is walking uh, back behind the pit road, heading towards where his truck has been... Uh brought by a tow truck which is inside of turn number 1 by where the uh, NASCAR inspection station is set up so apparently uh, some sort of mechanical problem triggering Crawford's spin up there in turns 3 and 4 that put this yellow flag out uh, a couple of moments ago. Let's set the field for you as they came off of pit road from the yellow flag. Jack Sprague's the leader, Jimmy Hensley is second, Mike Wallace third, Ron Hornaday fourth and Jay Sauter fifth. Joe Rutman is sixth, Kevin Harvick seventh, Ron Barfield eighth, Dennis Setzer ninth and Stacy Compton tenth. 11th is Tony Roper Andy Tolsma back to 12th after the stop. Brian Reffner is 13th. Butch Miller 14th. And Greg Biffle 15th. 16th is Kevin Sawinski. Wayne Anderson is 17th. Lonnie Rush 18th. Terry Cook 19th. And B.A. Wilson 20th. 21st is Randy Renfro. Tammy Joe Kirk is 22nd. And Rick Corelli is the final truck on the lead lap. He is in 23rd spot. A lap down in 24th is Tony Raines. Scott Hansen is in 25th. Randy McDonald in 26th. Scott Walters is two laps down in 27th. Along with Gary St. amont in 28th at the moment Rick Crawford shows in 29th spot though he'll lose more positions here as we run off the next several laps Mike Bliss is 30th Andy Houston 31st Boris said 32nd Blake Bainbridge 33rd and Lance Norick is 34th and at the moment Crawford's machine is the only one behind the wall let's check on pit road we got uh, Ernie Irvin down here had a big day at the brickyard congratulations on the bud pole Ernie what's that now
4: congratulations on the bud pole um, it's pretty awesome, um, you know, uh,
3: the, the Skittles team did an awesome job, and I got lucky, and um, they told me it was going to stick, and it did. Did practice indicate you could get the pole? Well, I mean, you know, again, most of the time we were up in the top five in practice, and, um, you know, we thought we could, but, you know, you never know, especially uh, with the weather and stuff like that, but, you know, the, the Skittles Pontiac um, did everything it was supposed to do, and it was pretty awesome. How about for the race now? Uh, tonight, um, we're not doing too good. How about s- Saturday now? Uh, well, Saturday, uh, you know, hopefully, um, you know, we'll get working on our race set up and, you know, in practice um, as far as uh, when we come up here and test it, We learned a lot, and, um, you know, we think we can, you know, pertain to that to make it good for the race. Congratulations.
2: Thank you. Ernie Irvin, the bud pole winner for the Brickyard 400. Qualifying delayed by rain earlier this afternoon at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Didn't start till, what, almost 6 o'clock Eastern time. But when it was all over, Ernie Irvin, the bud pole winner, over Dale Jarrett, Jeff Gordon, Kenny Irwin, and Jeff Green. Qualified fifth today. The rest of the top ten, Ricky Craven, Mark Martin, Terry Labonte, John Andretti, And Bobby Labonte, those the top 10 qualifiers for the Brickyard 400 Saturday at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway.
1: Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification on the NASCAR Truck Network. The NASCAR Truck Network is live at Indianapolis Raceway Park for the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series Cummins 200. Alongside Alan Bestwick, I'm Mike Bagley. Joe Moore is on the backstretch. Pin and garage coverage tonight from Tony Rizzutti and Jim Phillips. This is a race that saw Randy Tolzma start on the bud pole. He led from laps one to lap four, with Ron Hornaday taking the lead at lap five to 66. Jack Sprague retook the lead at lap 67. And after cycling through... Caution flag, pit stops here at lap 105. Jack's Brake still remains the leader as we are one lap. Before we go back to green, let's go to pit road. Rick
4: Crawford's got his foot up on the wall. You're not in your truck. What happened, Rick?
1: Man, it's really a shame for the uh,
8: Circle Bar Motel and RV Park race team. Uh, Roland Melodica can get one set up. We just need something under the hood that'll run 200 laps. And uh, for the last uh, four or five weeks, we've had one hell of a time with engines. And uh, maybe you'll see the... uh, circle ball forward, make a change in uh, a couple of weeks, and it'll be back up front, maybe it can last some races and uh, win another one like it did at Homestead. So that's what caused the problem there, lost an engine? Yeah, it, it, it blew up and all I had left was to keep it off the fence, and uh, you know, we just tried to survive that deal. A little incident there, but we had a top 10 truck and we're t- trying to take care of it, and uh, you know, running like I say, running in the top 10, the boys on the crew did one heck of a job, and. Uh, and I won't say it was an awesome truck, but it was a good truck. And uh have to go on the loud and see what happens. I hope we don't blow another motor up there.
1: Rick Crawford, let's go racing, guys. The NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series is a team sport. Even the best driver can't win without the professional parts, or actually the professional technicians, that build and maintain these NASCAR trucks. Federated auto parts stores would like to recognize some of the special people behind the scenes in tonight's race. George Church is the crew chief on the Remax Chevrolet, Chevrolets, driven by Rick Corelli. George got his racing career started in a rather unique way. That's a really funny story. I was a carpenter doing building, and I um, was on a stage, and the stadium broke, and I crushed my right
8: foot. It was pretty bad, I was in a cast, and a friend of mine said, let's build a race car, so we did.
0: Went to the racetrack, and he was an expert, and he finished last in the first race, so I kind of gave him hell, and uh, I hopped in with my cast on, finished fourth, (laughs) and that's how I got started in racing. George
1: has some superb qualities that make him a good choice to lead a racing team. My own personal experience,
8: I mean, I build race cars from the ground up. I can weld the cage up, wire it, paint it, help build the motor, everything,
2: you know, so I have a lot of experience, and... And when I was in construction, I ran 42-man crew. So I have a lot of leadership quality, too, which helps out a lot. Because basically a crew chief, you're a big babysitter.
1: <laughs> leadership is an important part of crew chiefing a racing team. George Church tells us how important that really is. Well, there's a lot. I mean, every single job on the team is important. The guy
2: sweeping the floors in the shop to the, the guy putting the motor in, every single job is important. And he's just trying to find what the men do best and put them in those slots. Don't try to keep a guy in a slot that he can't do, you know? And that's sometimes it hurts feelings, but that's you know being a manager. That's what you got to do. You got to manage and delegate
8: your
1: work properly. Federated Auto Parts, with more than 3,000 stores across America, providing professional service and the best in brand-name parts available.
2: Field getting the signal in one more lap. We will go back green flag racing, setting us up for the sprint to the Gatorade Front Runner Award, the fifth completed green flag lap after the restart since we were under yellow at the midway point of the race. And Jack Sprague will find Tony Raines down to the inside of him. Now, Raines got a couple of laps down after a spin a little bit earlier in the race. Last time by on a restart, got out in front of then leader Ron Hornaday and pulled away from him, just left him. And got a caution, came back around, got the one lap back. Now he's up alongside Sprague. So this ought to be pretty interesting to see how hard sprague fights reigns knowing reigns has a good truck and if he gets a couple of breaks could come back through maybe be a factor to win this thing later on in the night and of course you know Reigns is gonna know this is probably his best opportunity to get back in the thick of things and he'll probably push the issue as hard as he feels he can
1: and jack sprague is going to be getting a hold out of heat from jimmy hensley mike wallace Ron hornaday and jay sauter they are positions two through five chasing jack sprague who gets the green flag at lap 109 of the Cummins 200.
2: Green is in the air up through the gears comes Sprague gets a good jump on Reigns. Gets cleanly out in front of him now. Single file Sprague the lap truck of Reigns. Then second spot Jimmy Hensley. Here
3: they come that way off turn number two. Reigns already looking to the inside for a chance to pull back around Jack Sprague not close enough to strike for now, but he fans down to the inside and goes after it for four.
1: A bold move off of turn four. Looks like Sprague got a bit wide in the corner. Opened the inside lane for Reigns. Reigns, this is to get back on the lead lap while Jimmy Hensley goes for the lead in turn two. And
3: pins oil Ford is strong and Reigns gets around race leader Jack Sprague. Jimmy Hensley says, I can do it too. He pulls down to the inside and Hensley's got the lead in turn three. Jimmy
2: Hensley who led some 200 laps here a year ago but lost out on the win due to a cut tire at the end. Goes out in front, maybe not for long. Mike Wallace pressures him for the top spot. As they come down into turn number one, Hensley holds on, but barely.
3: Here comes Hensley leading the way off the corner. Mike Wallace again takes a move down to the inside, tries to pull even, can't do it. Meanwhile, for third, Ron Hornaday is going after Jack Sprague. Jay Sauter taps him there. Here comes Ruttman passing two of them. Man, what a bold move by Ruttman. Ruttman on the
1: charge now as Sauter dings into the outside wall. Hornaday was almost there, but Ruttman makes the move. Now, Rutman will go to the fourth spot, while Ron Hornaday has his hands full with Kevin
3: Harvick yep. on the backstretch. Kevin Harvick tries to make the move down to the inside as he looks low. Jay Sautner looks high. A lot of great racing going on in the front five, but it's Jimmy Hensley showing the way off turn four.
2: Hensley completes the fourth green flag lap from the restart. Next time by, the leader collects the Gatorade front runner reward. For now, it looks to be in Hensley's hand, but Mike Wallace is on the charge.
3: Wallace riding long in the second spot. Can't make too many wild moves here because right behind him Jack Sprague just a truck linked behind him nose to tailgate this
1: time all four so off of turn four now at lap 114 Jimmy Hensley will pick up the Gatorade Front Runner Award put up by Gatorade the official sports beverage of NASCAR two thousand dollars to Jimmy Hensley. Right now he's trying to hold off Mike Wallace and others off
3: of turn two. Back at the sixth position, Kevin Harvick busy trying to hold off Jay Sauter. Sauter trying to come back and regain that spot. As he does, Harvick gets away to the outside of him, goes Dennis Setzer. Now he moves by to grab a spot.
2: So Harvick moves up and picks up the uh, let's see Harvick in the sixth position now it'll be Setzer to seventh Jay Sauter back to eighth again having scuffed up the right side of that machine a couple of laps ago 115 complete of 200 Jimmy Hensley in the Petty Enterprises Cummins Dodge is out in front of the race with Mike Wallace Jack Sprague Joe Rutman, and Ron Hornaday filling out the top five from Indianapolis Raceway Park. This is the NASCAR Truck Network.
1: The fourth leader of the Cummins 200 is Jimmy Hensley. Hensley now starting to march away for the rest of the field. Right now, second-place race is where it's at. Mike Wallace and Jack Sprague go at it on the back straightaway. Sprague working to dig
3: down to the inside and try to complete the pass before they reach the end of the back straightaway. But Wallace is strong, holds him off this time into third-four.
2: Sprague got shuffled back to third in the first couple of laps after the restart. Maybe started the air pressures a little low in the tires. Needed a couple laps to get up to optimum racing performance. Could be playing for the long run here. Here he tries Wallace again off two. Dives
3: to the inside of the track off turn two. Sprague does, tries to draw even with Mike Wallace. At the end of the back straightaway, Wallace a little bit tougher holds him off, going to three. That is the race for the second
1: spot. Now Sprague gives him a little ding coming off the corner. Sprague almost slams into the outside wall, trying to recoup his truck. And all that racing's allowed Joe Ruttman to join in that three-way
3: race off turn two. Mike Wallace has the second position. Sprague going after him. Joe Ruttman trying to pick up the scraps, riding right behind those two. For now, knows to tailgate. Charging into turns three and four.
2: And a change for the fifth position. Dennis Setzer to the inside of Ron Hornaday. Setzer to fifth. Hornaday back to sixth. Here's Spray to the inside of Mike Wallace for second. He'll get the spot in one. Now Joe Ruttman tries to follow through down low.
3: Ruttman pulls down to the inside. Mike Wallace doesn't want to see another one go by but it may not be able to stop him Ruttman strong at the end of the back straightaway finally muscles his way by and grabs the spot so put
1: Sprague to second Joe Ruttman to third kick Mike Wallace back to fourth Dennis Setzer now up to fifth after having problems early on he and uh, Greg Biffle getting together and and uh, warranting Setzer to slide back through the field. Setzer now recouping himself after uh, the pit stop all the way up to the fifth position. Sixth would be Ron Hornaday. Seventh is Kevin Harvick. Eighth place is where it's at on the racetrack. Randy Tolsma and Ron Barfield along with Jay Sauter just had a three wide exchange in turns one and two which gave Randy Tolsman now the eighth position with ninth being Ron Barfield. 10th is Jason or Joe Moore that race isn't over matter
3: of fact two more trucks join in and Tony Roper in there as well and they are doing battle last lap nearly three wide coming up off the corner. They settle down a little bit for the time being with Randy Tosma leading that pack from eight on back.
2: Work their way off of turn number four, that group does, while the front five are all separated by a couple of truck lengths apiece. Man on the move there is Dennis Setzer. Looks underneath Mike Wallace for fourth.
3: Setzer's got it hooked up off turn number two. peeks down on the inside. Sees he can't pull even with Mike Wallace this time. He'll settle in behind him and look again all
1: four. He's looking hard and looking deep off the corner now. Looks down to the inside, Setzer does. His dodge down to the inside of Wallace's Chevrolet. Wallace tries to pinch him off, but Setzer
3: just jams his nose right in there. They're still double wide in turn two. Sensor's got it rolling this time off turn two, right where he wanted to be to the inside of Mike Wallace. Drag race is on to the end of the back straightaway, nearly making contact, but racing cleanly. Finally, Sensor gets a nose out and foot off four.
2: That for the fourth spot while up front, here's Jack Sprague to the inside of Jimmy Hensley for the race lead. Completes the pass into one. Sprague now back out in front.
3: Hensley right behind him, though, again, to the inside for a chance to get by. Meanwhile, the fourth place battle still rages on. Setzer still working on Wallace. Still can't
1: quite get by him. At lap 128, Jack Sprague will retake the lead of the Cummins 200. Jimmy Hensley riding second. Joe Ruttman third. Fourth is side by side. For now, Wallace has it over fifth place Dennis Setzer back at the Cummins 200 at Indianapolis Raceway Park in Indiana while we were away. Joe Rutman got up under Jimmy Hensley to take the second position knocking Hensley back to third while fifth place Mike Wallace fell off the pace just a lap ago. His truck does not even look to be under power. Now finds some. and comes down the pit lane but Definitely uh, some tough luck there for Mike Wallace and the boys. Right now, Tim Cahuth and everybody over the wall. Tony Mazzutti, looks like they're going under the hood. Mike, and it looks like bad news. It looks like
5: a blown motor. Mike Wallace reporting that something just went in the motor. The crew looking underneath to make sure it's not something minor, but they're all standing around. In fact, Tim Cahuth just said, forget about it. Their day is done.
2: Tough break there for Mike Wallace who has been in the top six or seven all evening long here in Indianapolis but will not get a good finish. Matter of fact only one truck out of the race to this point and that's Rick Crawford so Mike to be just the second driver behind the wall here past the midway point of this race. Joe run may get beginning to close a little bit on leader Jack Sprague as they have worked some traffic now right in front of them They work up on the back deck of the Tony Raines machine again. Raines has made up two laps after a spin earlier in the race and he's on the tail end of the lead lap now and. As they go through off of turn number four, Reigns has got his hands full with a lap machine.
1: Yeah, Randy McDonald held Reigns up for a moment. Now McDonald giving Jack Sprague some uh, strife down the main straightaway. But as we say, that Sprague clears McDonald. Now sets his sights on Rain- on uh, Tony Reigns off of turn
3: two. Joe robin now has to deal with Randy McDonald. up with the second place truck, trying to clear the traffic, not wanting Sprague to get too far away.
2: Work their way now off of turn number four the race leader with about two or three truck lengths on second place Joe Rudman let's look farther back here here's Dennis Setzer down to the inside of Jimmy Hensley this would be a race for the third spot couple of dodges going at it here off turn two
3: Setzer pulls nicely down to the inside of Jimmy Hensley and almost effortlessly makes the pass picks up the third position as they end the it reach the end of the back straightaway ever since those pit stops back at lap
1: 100 Dennis Setzer really has been the man on the charge Restarting, uh, I would say, in about the ninth or tenth position, having rallied his way up through the field right now, running in the third spot. Basically, passing trucks at will, high or low taken him a couple laps to do it but once he's been able to get up under someone he's been able to make a pass cleanly just as you did on Jimmy Hensley just two laps ago Setzer are now up to third with Jimmy Hensley back to fourth all this going on while Joe Rutman in second chases Jack Sprague the
3: race leader who tries to put Tony Raines another lap down off of turn two as Sprague has chased down Tony Raines and has given him a fit here on the back straightaway right up on his tailgate looks like he's knocking on the door trying to get by.
2: Sprague looks out of the inside in turn number four as Reigns tries to stay in front of him as best he can. Sprague looks low as they come to the start finish line puts the nose of his machine up to about the door then has to back out of it into the corner and fall back in line behind him.
3: Reigns is strong but Jack Sprague may be just a tad stronger literally pushing Tony Reigns down the back straight away. Following him back into turns three and four, all the while Joe Ruppin closes in even more. Racing for positions
1: one through eight basically calmed down. Ninth place on back is really where the good racing's at. Jay Sauter running in the ninth spot, right in front of uh, Stacey Compton, who is 10th. Lonnie Rush who is 11th now Compton and Sauter almost get together coming off of turn four Compton really had to slam on the brakes to avoid getting in the back end of Sauter Sauter now trying to protect the spot you got Compton Lonnie Rush also Tony Roper and others
3: racing for positions off of turn two Compton gives Sauter a little love tap once again off turn number two lets him know he's there stacked up behind him everybody knows the tailgate for now no one steps out of
2: line All the way back to Butch Miller the 14th place driver there bunched up in that group as they come across the start finish line Sauter Compton Rush Roper Biffle and Miller nose to tail swing it off the corner
3: see what Compton can do with Jay Sauter this time once again he's right up on the tailgate of the truck. Coming down the back straight away. drops down on the inside, just kind of takes a look underneath Jay Sauner and doesn't see an opportunity. Again, he bumps him off
1: turn four. Jack Sprague, the race leader, has to be sweating bullets right now. He's trying to get by Tony Rains, who's on the tail end of the lead lap. Because Sprague can't do that, it's allowing Joe Ruttman in second to close in. Even Dennis Setzer in third is within shouting distance of the race leader. We've got 54 laps to go here in IRP.
0: Let's take a look inside NASCAR. On the surface, you've got all the sponsors, all the noise, but underneath, 43 cars, 2.5 miles of track, the real race, and up front, 3,600 pounds of engineering perfection, but inside that sheet metal sits a lonely driver, and inside him, Gatorade. Lots of companies get into racing. Gatorade gets in the drivers. Gatorade Thirst Quencher, official sports drink of NASCAR.
3: No matter what the project, I insist on two things, quality materials and quality hand tools. Hi, I'm Bob Vila. For me, that's Craftsman. If you're gonna be a Craftsman, then use the tools of Craftsman. These are the original guaranteed forever hand tools that Sears is famous for the feel of a craftsman wrench or the grip of a comfort designed craftsman screwdriver is without equal They're hand tools that speak for themselves no wonder in every toolbox there's a craftsman
1: we are under the sixth caution flag of the evening it comes out when Tammy Joe Kirk unleashes an engine going off of turn number two and down the main straightaway basically spraying smoke around the entire facility here right now her truck off the pace, out of the inside headed to, to the garage speaking of the garage that's where mike wallace is with our tony rizzuti
5: mike wallace has climbed out of his pure later chevy mike man you were so so strong tonight what put you out well we had some type of failure on the front of the motor
8: with the pulleys and i don't know if something locked up or not it come down the back straight away oil light come on you felt it lose the power steering i mean i tell you what we just have no darn luck we, the pure later pure one truck was good the Schrader team did a great stop you know got us out there and I just can't believe it week after week you know here lately we just can't cannot seem to have any good luck we have all the performance we need to win these races and just can't nothing get nothing to go our way you know it left home this week told Carl and the kids I thought
5: uh, this was our weekend to win a race you know we win one or win a couple of them and darn it we just can't get the luck we need that's Mike Wallace he was running awful strong it's a shame
2: to see him out 150 laps complete when the leader crosses the stripe this time. He'll do it on pit road. Here come most of the front runners behind the wall for service. Again, with an even 50 laps to go. It is Jack Sprague, Joe Ruttman, Dennis Setzer, Jimmy Hensley, and Ron Hornaday, the top five coming into the pits to cover stops. First, we go to Jim Phillips.
4: Well, Jimmy going, Hensley's going to get left side tires this time out. He got right side tires the last time. And he's the only truck that on this end. We thought uh, maybe Dennis Setzer would come in. He is in. he got left side tires also. Tony Range has been in. Now to Tony Rizzutti. Right side tires for Jack Sprague.
5: Left side tires for Ron Hornaday and Joe Rubman. Joe Rubman has now stalled the truck. They're trying to push it away. Dennis Setzer and Randy Tolsman as well as... Kevin Harvick will beat out Joe Ruttman
1: definitely a problem there for Joe Ruttman having a problem getting away from his pit stall but Jack Sprague the first truck off of pit road Ron Hornaday coming out in second with Dennis Setzer third Randy Tolsma fourth and Jimmy Hensley fifth they're the trucks that pitted those that did not include Ron Barfield and also Lonnie Rush those would be the trucks who currently lead the event should they come down pit road that pitting sequence and those uh, that did it did not pit will recycle the leaderboard around to Jack Sprague. We'll reset the leaderboard for you in a moment. First, from Indianapolis Raceway Park, this is the NASCAR Truck Network. Back at Indianapolis Raceway Park, working the sixth caution flag of the evening, coming out when Tammy Joe Kirk let loose an engine on the back straightaway, bringing us to this caution flag that brought the field down pit road. Although not all trucks came down the pit lane for service, those that stayed out on the racetrack include Ron Barfield, Lonnie Rush, Tony Roper, Greg Biffle, Wayne Anderson, and Terry Cook. They are the lead six trucks at this time. Jack Sprague came down the pit lane. He was first off. He will be posted seventh, with Ron Hornaday eighth, Dennis Setzer ninth, and Randy Tolsma tenth. Jimmy Hensley now 11th with Joe Rutman 12th, Kevin Harvick 13th, Jay Sauter 14th, and Brian Reffner 15th. Stacy Compton is 16th with Tony Raines 17th getting back around and getting on the lead lap. Butch Miller 18th, B.A. Wilson 19th, Randy Renfro round out the top 20. In 21st, you've got Kevin Sawinski, Rick Corelli is 22nd, Scott Walters is 23rd, Scott Hansen 24th, Randy McDonald ran out the top 25 and 26th. That's Gary St. Amont. Tammy Jo Kirk just took her truck behind the wall. She's 27th. Andy Houston is 28th. Mike Bliss is 29th. Mike Wallace, from which we heard a few moments ago, is 30th behind the wall. Boris said is 31st. Blake Bainbridge is 32nd. With Lance Norick, 33rd. And Rick Crawford, right now, 34th.
5: Let's go to Pit Road. Dennis Cotter, we'll get a word from him. He did a little different strategy. Most of the car trucks you were running with took on left sides. You got rights. What's the strategy?
8: Well, our left sides are wearing a lot better than our rights, and our rights were really good when we changed them before. So we needed to make an adjustment on the right side, and that's what we did. Can you make it the
5: rest of the way? Yes, we can make it the rest of the way. That's the word from there. Now, right next door to them is Ron Hornaday's pit. I got a chance to look at the left side tires that they decided to change. And gentlemen, they are plum worn out.
2: So the story there from Pit Road, a number of teams, most of the front runners choosing to get left sides after taking rights in their first stop back at lap 100, except Jack Sprague. He got rights again, so he's still running the left side rubber that he started this Cummins 200 in a little while ago. Lap away from the restart now. We're going to find out how much the new tires, two new tires are worth here at IRP as we've got six trucks at the head of the line who did not stop under this caution flag and are going to try to go to the entire distance on the initial set of lefts that they started the race on and the right sides that they changed at the halfway point of the race. Ron Barfield, now the fifth different driver to lead this Cummins 200 Barfield Lonnie Rush Tony Roper Greg Biffle Wayne Anderson and Terry Cook stayed on the racetrack then it's Jack Sprague Ron Hornaday Dennis Setzer and Randy Tolsma, rounding out the top ten. 45 laps to go and they come to the green flag Tammy Jo Kirk a rear end problem reported on her machine is what has put her back behind the wall for the moment
1: Green flag will fly at lap one fifty five from the hand of Chris Morgan off the corner Ron Barfield will take the green flag as now the lead trucks go around the outside of the trucks a lap or more down. Barfield, Lonnie Rush, and Tony Roper all scamper away from the rest of the trucks
3: off turn two. Barfield leads the way off turn two. Right behind him, Lonnie Rush, though riding along in the second spot. Now the third place machine of Tony Roper, the fourth place truck of Greg Biffle, all clear of the lap traffic.
2: Big, big jam up in turns three and four. Everybody kind of tiptoeing around through some of the lap machines as they get up to full song this time. Here's Ron Hornaday charging down the uh, front stretch. He's a around Jack Sprague. Now he's up underneath Terry Cook and up underneath Wayne Anderson.
3: Just behind the Andy Houston truck. Hornaday trying to find some racing room here on the back straightaway. He'll clear that truck. Now pick up another spot as he gets by Wayne Anderson in
1: turn three. Ron Hornaday for now running in the sixth position. Jack Sprague now trying to go three wide with Dennis Setzer and Wayne Anderson. Sprague there. The meat of the sandwich for a moment. Sprague trying to find his way through. Also Setzer trying to get by. A huge knot of traffic off of turn
3: two. Racing from seventh on back. That's where Jack Sprague is making his move now to the inside of Wayne Anderson. He'll drag race with Anderson to the end of the back straightaway. Get by and open the lane now for Dennis Setzer.
2: Center will look up to the inside of the rookie driver from Florida, Anderson, as they come off turn four. A little shuffling out of line back in traffic as Randy Tolsma looks to the inside. Terry Cook tries to block. Contact. Cook into the outside wall in one. Here's the field scrambling behind him. Everybody is going to get through okay, but caution on the racetrack after that big jam up coming down the front straightaway results in the ninth-place runner getting turned into the outside wall in the corner.
1: Looks like uh, Randy Tolsma and Terry Cook made some contact going into the corner, Tolsma trying to open the inside lane. Things getting a bit too close for comfort there, finding Terry Cook into the outside wall at lap 159 with Lonnie Rush right now leading the Cummins 200. We have just gone back under the green flag here at Indianapolis Raceway Park in the Cummins 200. Lonnie Rush leading Ron Barfield right now. Barfield trying to get around the lap traffic. But Ron Hornaday making a bold move on the restart restarting in the fifth spot diving down to the inside of Tony Roper now sliding up into third. Hornaday presses on, trying to
3: take second away from Barfield off of turn two. Hornaday chopping his way into the inside, to the outside, driving on the sidewalk, whatever it takes, picking up positions. Here he goes after the second spot in turn four.
2: Hornaday looks down of the inside of Barfield in the middle of the corner. It's very hard to run the bottom groove here at Raceway Park. Hornaday's making it work down into turn number one. He's all the way down low, slides up in the middle of the corner, in front of Barfield for second. Picks
3: up the second position, but Lonnie Rush has a big lead. He's stretched out by five truck lengths. Let's see what Hornet and A could do
1: about chasing him down as he enter turn four. Meanwhile, Jack Sprague mired back in traffic, running in the
3: sixth spot. Dennis sets her down to his inside off of four. Trouble in turn four. Kevin Sawinski up against the retaining wall. Looks like he's able to continue, but he scraped the right side of the truck up against the wall momentarily. We, we continue under the green flag while Jack Sprague goes after the fifth spot on the back straightaway. Sprague drops to the inside looks for a chance to make the move. Can't quite complete the pass. He'll get back in line as we come back into the corner.
2: Farther up front here's Tony Roper around Ron Barfield for the third position. So Roper having a fine run tonight. Remember one of six drivers who stayed on the track when the other leaders pitted a short while ago. Barfield may lose fourth. Here's Sprague to his inside.
3: Sprague rolls to the inside of the racetrack being pushed by Dennis Setzer coming out of the back straightaway up alongside the truck of Ron Barfield Spray completes the pass Here's sets
1: trying to get by both of them all four Setzer really trying to open up the inside lane in a big way he will slide up in front of Ron Barfield put Dennis Setzer up to fifth.
3: Now Setzer will pressure Sprague for fourth in turn two. Here they come single file this time off turn number two. Lonnie Rush leads the way. Hornaday now closing in with the three truck links. It's five truck links back to Tony Roper who's trying to hold off Jack Sprague and Dennis Setzer.
2: Sprague and Setzer very close together off of the corner farther behind them. Barfield with a little traffic jam up behind him. Here's Randy Tolsma down to the inside of Greg Biffle for a spot in two. Tolsma's
3: got it hooked up on the inside lane. Biffle can't go anywhere. Traffic just in front of him. Ron Barfield Tolsma edges out in front at
1: the end of the back stretch. So give Randy Tolsma the seventh position. Kick Greg Biffle back to eighth for at least now his teammate Joe Rutman down to his inside as now Rutman comes in. He'll slide up underneath and grab the spot as now Biff- Greg Biffle
3: begins to shuffle backward. Here's a battle for the lead on the back straight away. Hornaday had the run on Lottie Rush coming into the corner. they made contact. Rush holds him off for now.
2: Hornaday had a big run down to the inside of Rush into, but managed to uh Rush managed to hold him off. Here's another charge down low in turn one by Hornaday as Jack Sprague takes the third spot behind him.
3: Here they come off the corner side by side for the lead. Hornaday hooked up well to the inside of Lonnie Rush, dead even at the end of the back straightaway. Hornaday usually good in the corners. His truck breaks loose momentarily. Rush is still there.
1: Now Hornaday gathers it back in, racing for the lead at lap 171, 29 to go. Hornaday inside,
3: Lonnie Rush outside. Jack Sprague comes in. Three trucks and banging for the lead. Hornaday works the inside lane now decides he better get up in front of Jack Sprague. He falls in line for now behind Lonnie Rush who continues to lead.
2: Hornaday officially led at the start finish line last time by lap 171. Now it'll be Rush again out in front at 172 with Hornaday and Sprague right bunched up tightly behind him. Sprague peeks inside. He's beginning to get a rearview mirror full of Dennis Setzer.
3: Lonnie Rush doing a great job here on the older tires but again continually under attack. Here's Hornaday again dropping to the inside, looking for a way to get by. He's got to make something happen. Sprague's behind him, and here's Dennis Setzer
1: making this a four-way battle. Lonnie Rush making his Chevrolet awfully wide, coming off the corner. Now here's Sprague going for second. He and Hornaday come together. Now Hornaday goes around, slams into the wall. Sprague and Hornaday make contact. Now Setzer gets by, Roper gets by, Hornaday drives off, but Sprague and Hornaday make contact, putting us under the seventh caution. Make that the eighth caution of the Cummins 200.
2: Yellow flag. at uh, lap one seventy three Jack Sprague and Ron Hornaday racing for the second spot contact between them Hornaday ends up bouncing off the outside wall rips the tailgate panel away from his truck and a lot more as he comes back by still running in fifth position he's kept going after bouncing off the wall now running up on the back of Sprague's machine and putting himself in line in front of Sprague and stomping on the brakes on the racetrack as Ron Hornaday is now going to be penalized by NASCAR for that action. He will be receiving a one-lap penalty when he comes down pit road for pulling up to pit and then uh, basically brake-checking Jack Sprague out of the back straightaway. Things begin to take a rather different twist here in the late going.
1: Tempers tempers are starting to flare as we just have 26 laps to go. The Cummins, 200.
2: Would you like to be Die Hard Batteries' VIP guest at the 1999 Daytona 500? You could be. Just tell us why you should be the 1998 Die Hard Race Fan of the Year. 26 weekly winners receive a Die Hard Racing jacket and three finalists win a VIP trip to an Ascar Winston Cup race, with one finalist being named the Die Hard Race Fan of the Year. No purchase necessary, void where prohibited, open to U.S. residents 18 years or older. Contest runs February 15th to August 14th, 1998. For official rules and how to enter, call one 800 die
0: When you're looking
3: for the place with the best for your car, when it's quality and service you need, go where your question gets an answer and your money goes far, getting it right
0: is the key, get to the motivated, celebrated, federated. Sunday, NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series racing from the New Hampshire International Speedway. Live coverage of the Fins Oil VIP Discount Auto 200 begins at 12.45 PM Eastern on the NASCAR Truck Network.
1: Ron Hornaday has brought the Napa Chevrolet down the pit lane. He unbuckled the seat belts, took the steering wheel off, got out of his Chevy, walked to the next pit stall, where Jack Sprague's pit crew is located. Had a spirited conversation with several pit crew members Hornaday was restrained by NASCAR officials. Hornaday then walked back over to his crew, had a brief conversation. Now he is climbing back behind the wheel. So some tense moments here in the Cummins 200 with Lonnie Rush leading Jack Sprague, Dennis Setzer, Tony Roper, and Ron Barfield, the top five. We've got 24 to go. From Indianapolis Raceway Park, this is the NASCAR Truck Network. We continue to work the caution flag here at indianapolis raceway park we are one lap before we will go back to the green flag and with 22 laps remain lonnie rush will lead jack sprague dennis setzer tony roper ron barfield and randy tolsma joe Rutman, greg biffle wayne anderson and kevin harvick back to that flag so far Lonnie Rush Allen's made that uh, Chevrolet awfully wide. See what Jack's Brake has for him.
2: Well, Rush on a little bit older tires than the guys who were chasing him. Got a little bit of a break when they got racing pretty hard behind him for positions. Everybody kind of jockeying for that second spot to see who could be in position to try and put a move on Rush right now with 20 it'll be 21 to go when he comes back around he'll have some lap machines to his inside and then Jack Sprague and Dennis Setzer right on his back deck as we get ready to uh, settle out who's going to win this thing Ron Hornaday's machine still sitting on pit road being repaired by the uh, Napa team as the green flag gets set to wave
1: those lap trucks to his inside include Andy Houston Kevin Sawinski Scott Walters Randy McDonald green flag is in the air 21 laps to go Lonnie Rush takes off Jack Sprague hangs right
3: with him Matter of fact, Sprague's going to press Rush for the lead in turn two. Sprague going after him, making contact as he slides up into him. They both gather control. They make contact again. Halfway down the back straightaway, but Sprague finally gets by and takes the lead.
2: Here's Lonnie Rush getting a run at Jack in the middle of the corner. Tries to put the bumper to him. A little brush there off the turn. Sprague hangs out of the lead now. 20 laps to go in the race. Still Rush all over him in turn
3: two. Lonnie's going to get him some of his own medicine. Crashing into the side of him off the corner Lonnie Rush goes back out in front spray falls back in line behind
1: him race fans in attendance here seeing a great show as now Lonnie Rush will retake the lead now throw Dennis Setzer into the mix three trucks racing for the lead 19
3: laps to go now Sprague gets into the back of rush almost as they race back to the corner pushes him up into the outside retaining wall he cannot recover in time Sprague goes by Dennis Setzer goes by also the truck of Tony Roper gets by And the truck that was leading the race now falls back to fourth
2: so Lonnie rush back in line and now it is Jack Sprague leading with Dennis Setzer all over his back deck pressuring him for the top spot 18 to go they're in one
3: Dodge going after Chevrolet here as they come up off the corner. Up front, it is Jack Sprague trying to hang on. Dennis Setzer looking for a way to get by. Can't
1: complete the pass at the end of the back straightaway. So with 17 to go, Jack Sprague leads Dennis Setzer. Or does he? Setzer down low off the corner. Sprague almost into the outside wall. But Setzer plants his dodge there. Race fans rise to their feet. They make contact in the corner. Setzer goes around. Sprague brushes the outside wall. Everybody gets around as Setzer puts up a big, huge plume of smoke. And so far, no caution, but Dennis Setzer spins around in turn two. And right now, the Cummins 200 at a climactic finishing point. 16 laps remain as Jack Sprague continues to race under the green flag. Now it's Tony Roper's turn. Can Roper catch race leader Jack
3: Sprague? Sprague has moved out by three truck lengths. Roper's got some work to do to chase him down, but it has broken down into a case of bumper cars in the closing laps. They've got a big gap back to the third place truck now. That's Ronnie Rush.
2: Rush has fallen a good uh, 10-12 truck lengths back from Tony Roper, the 2nd place runner, who is about eight or nine himself, back from race leader Jack Sprague. Here comes Ron Hornaday back out onto the racetrack some 10 laps down to the race leaders as the front runners hit the backstretch Jack
3: Sprague works his way into turn number three no lap traffic coming into play he's still got a five truck length lead over Tony Roper
1: off the corner now Jack Sprague starting to slowly tiptoe away heck of a run for Tony Roper tonight his best run ever driving the Ice House Ford for Ray Hall Racing work off of turn two now traffic stacking up from third on back
3: right back into the third position as it comes down the back straight away Lonnie Rush has the spot now Joe Ruttman trying to catch him and do something with him Roper not quite as quick as he was before the crash
2: of course, Roper with some older tires on his machine than Sprague does and now across the stripe with 13 to go Sprague widens out his advantage a little more here's the race shaping up for third Joe Ruttman looks down to the inside of Lonnie Rush
3: Ruttman jumps to the inside of the track tries to pull even with Lonnie Rush in the back straight away. Rush even with the older tires still pretty strong there. Ruben can't complete the pass. Ruben will stay in the fourth position trying to grab third away
1: from Lonnie Rush. Eleven laps to go for race leader Jack Sprague. As he starts to
3: stretch it out over second place Tony Roper off turn two. Sprague flashes off turn number two all alone here. Head down this back straightaway. Roper falls back. Still a good race for the third spot as Rutman continues trying to get by Lonnie Rush. All he could do for now is just follow the tailgate of
2: that truck. Here comes Jack Sprague up in the back of Ron Hornaday's very slow machine into turn number one. All the fans rise to their feet. Hornaday is right in the middle of the racetrack. Sprague goes low underneath him without incident off the corner and onto the back stretch as the race for. third third, continues. Joe
3: continues again looks to the inside of the racetrack to try to pull underneath Lonnie Rush Randy Tulsman now closing in on the back of Joe Ruffman Greg Biffle also beginning to close in making
1: this a four-way battle tip of the cap to Tony Raines who at one point tonight was two laps in arrears right now on the lead lap running in eighth bypassing Ron Barfield now Kevin Harvey goes
3: after Barfield for the ninth spot and caution is on the speedway there is a truck up into the wall in turn four Boris said has backed his truck into the outside retaining wall able to refire and has done minimal damage to the left side it's been a tough night for more said
2: he crashed during qualifying earlier this evening. Time trials held literally within an hour before the start of the race. He crashed then the team made repairs, got him onto the grid literally as the pace laps were being run. And now with 10 laps to go, he's into the outside wall in turn three, putting us under the yellow flag from Indianapolis Raceway Park. This is the NASCAR Truck Network
1: in the ninth caution of the evening here at Indianapolis Raceway Park. The NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series Cummins 200 has just eight laps to go. And this is kind of reminiscent to last year's race when, when I think six or seven laps to go, the caution flag came out and we had a green-white checker finish. Right now the indication is that you won't be under caution that long but then again with the way this race has gone tonight who
2: knows Got to line them up single file with just the lead lap trucks at the head of the line here since we're within the final 10 laps of the race and the trucks being put in position now communication back and forth between the nascar control tower and their spotters and crew chiefs and so on and the drivers and in fact when they come to the start finish line they will get a signal that in one more lap we'll go back green flag racing so that'll leave us a six lap sprint to the checkered flag here. In this Cummins 200 with Jack Sprague, Tony Roper, Lonnie Rush, Joe Rutman, and Randy Tolsbo being the top five. The rest of the top ten, Greg Biffle, Tony Raines, Ron Barfield, Kevin Harvick, and Jay Sauter will be in the uh, tenth slot at this point. And again, we'll have uh, six laps to go when they get the green flag.
1: Total of 19 of the 34 starters are on the lead lap right now. The field working single file. Scuffing off some debris off of turn two, going back to green. And we will get it with six laps to go from here the same nascar craftsman truck series drivers vehicles and crews will pack up and go to the new hampshire international speedway in Loudon for a race sunday it will be the Pennzoil 200 you can hear live coverage right here at 12:45 p.m eastern time a grueling stretch starting out in denver colorado last weekend here thursday night in indianapolis then ending up In New Hampshire on Sunday. Should be a great race Sunday. If that race is any indication of what we've had tonight, it will be a barn burner. As right now, we're getting set for the green. Six laps to
2: go. Up through the gears, green flag in the air Sprague, Roper. Rush and Rutman, the top four. First one out of line is Rutman down to the inside of Rush once again looking for the third spot. Going
3: for a position coming up off turn number two. Rutman sees he can't make the move. He gets back in line. Randy Kozma right up on Rutman's bumper. He's going for position as well. So Rutman had to go from offense to defense real fast off turn
1: four five laps to go for race leader Jack Sprague starting to pull away now his advantage six tenths of a second over Tony Roper then Lonnie Rush has third Joe Ruttman tries to take that away as they
3: work off of turn two here's the change for the sixth position now Tony Rains dives down to the inside of Greg Biffle completes that pass coming up off turn number two a Rains on the move here the closing laps now he's up on the rear deck of
2: Tulsma off turn four what a performance by Tony Rains tonight made up two laps and now is in a position to perhaps get himself a top five. Four laps to go for Jack Sprague as the race continues to be from about third on back.
3: That is where Lonnie Rush hangs on. Joe Ruttman rides along in fourth just behind him trying to get by. Tolzma in fifth. Reigns in sixth. Those trucks tied tightly together. Off
1: turn four now. Jack Sprague gets the indication three laps to go closing in on the lap truck of Ron Hornaday Hornaday down to the inside Sprague will go to his outside and bypass him as
3: now traffic really gets thick from third on back here's Tony Reigns on the move again dive into the inside of Tulsma going to the fifth position they make contact halfway down the back straight away lean on one another the smoke blows Reigns is going to get by and grab the spot
2: though he will slide up in front of Randy Tolsma as they come down to the start finish line contact back in the pack is left Wayne Anderson with I believe a flat left front t- Tire. He's trying to nurse it around and let the race finish under the green flag. Race for third off two. Here they come up off the corner. Lonnie
3: Rush trying to hang on. Joe Rutman is going to make advantage. He'll get by and grab the third spot off the corner. White flag
1: will go in the air for Jack Sprague trying to pick up his third win of nineteen ninety eight he will take it he's pulled away from Tony Roper by one point five seconds he's in turn two
3: Jack Sprague with a commanding lead strong in the second half of the race tonight now for the last time heading down this long back straightaway back up into turn three all alone
2: Jack Sprague the defending NASCAR craftsman truck series champion comes off the corner to the checkered flag Sprague wins the Cummins 200 at Indianapolis Raceway Park by about a second and a half over Tony Roper Joe Ruttman will finish third. A photo finish for fourth and fifth between Tony Rains and Lonnie Rush. And for Jack Sprague, he will end up in victory lane on a very wild, rock'em sock'em night with a lot of twists and turns involving some of the front runners in the closing laps. Let's
5: go to Pitt Road. Well, this is a very excited team. High fives all around. Dennis Conner, crazy night, but a great win.
8: I didn't hear what you said, listening to him talk about the 16 truck on the radio. Um, Team GMAC and GMAC Financial Services, we got a great team here, great driver, great win. You know, Probably uh, the deal with, with the 16 trucks really unfortunate. I was looking at it, I mean, didn't look to me like Jack did anything wrong and I guess NASCAR felt the same way because he didn't get penalized. It's a great win for Quaker State Rotary Lift,
5: GM Protection Plan, and rick hendrick it's for you dennis Connor, very excited jack sprague wins here at irp so jack
1: sprague will go to victory lane we will have his thoughts along with the thoughts of the rest of the top finishers here at the cummins 200. nascar today continues on the nascar truck network jack sprague has won the cummins 200 at indianapolis raceway park right now he is on the racetrack getting kudos from all those down there Let's get his thoughts with Tony Rizzutti.
5: Well, Jack and I are looking around, trying to see if there's a full moon. That's a crazy night, but a great victory for you and your team. Well, it's a great victory for GMAC Financial
8: Services and Chevrolet and uh, GM Protection Plant, State, Rotary Lift, and Nas Machinery. But, you know, I, I hated that deal with Ron. And, you know, like I said on the television interview, I was underneath him down the front stretch. I, I was old lane. I felt. And I don't feel like I did anything wrong, but I really hate it happen.
5: Tell us about those last few laps. There was contact with Ron. Everybody running kind of tight. What was it like out there?
8: Well, it got slippery, and the 29 got under me going into one and got into me, and I about bit it too. But luckily, I didn't. And like I said, I, I hate Ferran for Ron. I did damn sure didn't, didn't want to wreck him. And like I said, I don't. There's nowhere else I could have went. I mean, I was on the bottom lane, and we normally run the third lane. So. You know, I think I was old the bottom lane and I didn't really think he'd come down or I wouldn't have stayed in there and he came down and I couldn't get out of there and got into him and he spun.
5: After the disappointment last week, you now get back the points lead.
8: Well, that's cool, like I said, for everybody involved, but I hate I hate this situation happen. I really do. I don't drive that way and I think if you watch the tape you'll see that I didn't do it and uh, you know I just hate things like that to happen.
5: That's a very humble Jack Sprague, but he's the winner tonight in the Cummins 200.
2: Obviously, uh, the incident with Ron Hornaday very much on his mind with 17 laps to go has kind of taken some of the shine off of uh, this victory, and let's uh, follow up more on that a little bit later on. First, though, over to Jim Phillips. Tony Roper, best run ever in the truck series.
7: It sure was, and I owe it all to this Ice House crew. They made a great, uh, great decision not to pit for tires and fuel the last time. We knew we could go on fuel, and... You know, the old Ford wasn't running bad. It wasn't great. We weren't really a top-five truck. But the team made it a top-five truck, and I just drove the heck out of it there at the end. Uh, really thought that maybe the way that uh, the way that Sprague was really loose and sliding up in the middle of the corner, I thought maybe if if our tires would cool off and I could get a run at him, maybe I could get him there at the end. But he was really strong on the restart, and, and uh, you know, we'll take second place. We're really tickled with this. Uh, this team is... Uh, it's got a long way to go yet, but this is a great starter for us, and I'm excited. And uh, I just want to thank Icehouse and Ford and everybody that believes in me. I mean, I, the people that believe in me uh, are the ones that I really thank for this. How
4: about the decision to gamble on the tires here?
7: Before the race, I told uh, I told the team I said, you know, track position is essential here because it's really a one-lane racetrack. New tires is the only way you can pass on the bottom. And hey, they made the decision. You know, they said, hey, let's stay out. Um, I'm glad they did. And we made some spots. We were actually a little quicker than a couple of trucks in front of us. And, uh, you know, I don't know what happened between the 24 and the 16. I think that was just hard racing. I think both of them were just trying to win. They're trying to win a championship and they're great race drivers. I'm really proud to be up there right behind them. Tony Roper,
4: second place finish tonight.
1: And with this second place tonight, that gives him five top tens in 1998. Good run in the last couple of races. Tenth last week at Pikes Peak, second tonight. He'll be looking for a win Sunday in New Hampshire. Let's go back downstairs.
5: Well, we're here with Joe Rutman who finished third in his Exide Batteries Ford. Joe, you've run a lot of these night races. Seems like something strange always happens at night. Well, them young guys, uh, they just go for it. And I, it's fun watching. I just, uh, when, I, when I catch up with them, it'll be more interesting. but. Uh, you know, hats off. You know, Hornaday was running well, and Jack was running well, and the boys in the 55 here deserved a good run. But our oxide battery kept charged real good, and it's helping me a bunch. You know, it charges me up, even though I'm an old guy. So, you know, and the F-150 worked real good. But we were a little tight. I knocked the uh, dam in, you know, right right toward the end, and um, I, I think that hurt us a little bit as far as being tight. I don't know if we couldn't have kept up with Jack anyway. But at least we, uh, you know, I would like to run second. But we picked up a few points, and uh, and when you're racing for Roush. Uh, you're on a bad, bad, bad team, you know, so uh, the boys just carry me and I, it makes me look good. And a, a third place, a career best here at IRP, fourth last year, maybe next year, you're, you seem to be making moves in the right way to get a victory here at IRP. Well, that's, that's important, you know, it's a shame. I, I've won up here quite a few times and uh, the old truck, I've never done too good, but uh, now that I got side behind me, they, they, they got the old you know, charge, the battery charged up in my heart and I'm we're getting there now. Well, Joe Rutman, he'll always tell you that he's old, but he runs just as fast as all these young guys. Let's pause 10 seconds for station
1: identification on the NASCAR Truck Network. Jack Sprague has won the Cummins 200. We've heard his thoughts, along with the thoughts of Tony Roper and Joe Rutman. When we come back, we'll hear from Tony Raines, Lonnie Rush, and we'll attempt to get a word from 28th place finisher Ron Hornaday as Jack Sprague continues to receive his trophies and monies in victory lane after winning the Cummins 200 at Indianapolis Raceway Park. Jack Sprague has won the Cummins 200. Tony Raines finished fourth tonight. Let's get his thoughts. Let's go back downstairs.
4: What a comeback. Two laps down. Things weren't looking too good. Wide up with a fourth place finish.
6: Well, I'll tell you, it's um, it's pretty surprising. You know, early on there, I thought we were in deep trouble, you know, going down. The uh, truck spun on and it the starter wouldn't work. I had to get a push start and must have lit a fire because I was a little unhappy about that. And we worked really hard. Team worked really hard. They did a great job in the stops. So we got our last back. Fought right down to the very last uh, lap and come back with a fourth place. I'm real happy, you know. Uh, Benzo and Yellow Freight were here tonight. It was a big race. Got the Brickyard going on uh, Saturday. So a lot of people here watching. We tried to put on a good show for them.
4: You seem to be able to make the inside lane work better than a lot of people tonight.
6: Well, I don't know. You know, I tried it there a couple times and it worked. And um, seemed like I could get away with it for two, three laps. Um, the truck was good. We put left sides on there at the end. It would just be a little tight but I could get a turn and I could really get a runoff and I could pass some guys and I knew I think uh, or I thought a lot of those guys that put right sides on without lefts and we put rights on even though they were uh, set from earlier we put on a new set of lefts and that was a ticket boy we was coming there in the last 20 laps
4: great run for Tony Raines another guy with a great run tonight uh, fifth place finish, Lonnie Rush but I guess when Rick Crawford spun over there you thought everything's about over oh
5: yeah we wanted to thank the guys at chevrolet and go bucks this is the most awesome night of our career i want to thank angie cole for sticking with us all the way through all of this and um want to thank chevrolet again and it's awesome i can't believe that um we did it but we've shown all year we've had the the capability we've just had terrible luck off and on ups and downs flips this that and the other and we just wanted to show everybody we didn't give up and we showed him tonight, I think, that uh, we're here to stay.
4: Went from 18th to leading the race before falling back to
2: fifth. Lonnie Rush with a great run tonight. In the interest of uh, fair play, we uh, hope to give Ron Hornaday an opportunity to uh, express his view of the incident that happened between he and Jack Sprague, back with about, uh, what, 27 laps to go in the race while they were racing for second. However... The uh, haulers, the team transporters, are parked on the outside of the racetrack here at Indianapolis Raceway Park, out behind turns one and two. The crossover gate to access that area is in the middle of the backstretch, and after the checkered flag, Hornaday stayed in his racing machine, drove it directly to that crossover gate, out of the racetrack, and back to his transporter, which we will take to mean as a sign that he um, wants to get out of here without commenting uh, at this point. Go ahead, Tony.
5: We've caught up with Ron back at his motorhome. He's had a chance to... uh change clothes and cool down with a refreshing drink. Ron,
7: that was a crazy last 20 laps. Uh, How'd you see it? I didn't need to cool down or anything. I just need to come and walk my dog before he went to the restroom in my motorhome. I guess good hard racing, if Jack wants to put it that way, but a whole different scenario going racing next week. Uh, Fun racing. IRP's been good to me. Jack Sprague has it, but uh, that's racing, and uh, nothing comes wrong, don't go around. It won't be for me, because he's made about six other guys mad out, out, out here tonight. Uh, I'm not going to say nothing I regret, but Jack's a hard racer. He knows what he did wrong. If he can take it and come over and apologize to me, fine. If he blames me, different story. That's the word from Ron Hornaday.
1: So, Ron Hornaday coming home tonight in the 28th position, and the unofficial points tally would put Jack Sprague back on top of the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series point standings by 32. So, it would be Sprague, then Hornaday, then Joe Ruttman would be third in the championship standings. 80 points in arrears as we go to New Hampshire on Sunday, so... Definitely some beating and banging going on tonight, and it will be interesting on Sunday. We'll preview that race in a moment. First, let's take a look at the finishing order from tonight's Cummins 200.
2: Jack Sprague, the winner. Tony Roper ran second tonight. Joe Rutman third. Tony Rains fourth. And Lonnie Rush finished fifth. Sixth went to Randy Toltzman with Greg Biffle, seventh. Dennis Setzer, eighth. Ron Barfield, ninth. And Jay Sauter, tenth. 11th to Kevin Harvick. Brian Refner finished 12th. Stacy Compton 13th. Jimmy Hensley 14th. And Butch Miller 15th. 16th to Randy Renfro. Rick Corelli finished 17th. Wayne Anderson was 18th. And B.A. Wilson was 19th. The final truck on the lead lap. One lap down was Terry Cook in 20th. Two down. Scott Walters in 21st. Kevin Sawinski in 22nd. Randy McDonald in 23rd. And Scott Hansen in the 24th position.
1: Running 25th is Gary St. Amant with 26th. Andy Houston. Mike Bliss finished 27th. Ron Hornaday, 28th. Boris said was 29th. And 30th is Blake Bainbridge. 31st is Tammy Joe Kirk with 32nd, Lance Norick. 33rd, Mike Wallace. And 34th finishing dead last on the field is
2: Rick Crawford. 11 lead changes among six different drivers in the event tonight. Time of the race, 1 hour 47 minutes and 11 seconds. Not a record for the 200 lap distance for the trucks here at Raceway Park. Only three of the 34 starters failed to finish and we had a total of nine caution flags for various things that slowed the pace of the event and that is the story of tonight's Cummins 200 at Indianapolis Raceway Park.
1: Jimmy Hensley picked up the Gatorade Front Runner Award. Gatorade the official sports beverage of NASCAR, $2,000 going to Mr. Hensley who is leading around the halfway point. That money normally handed out at lap 100, but due to a caution period, that money given out five laps, five green flag laps past the halfway point, and Jimmy Hensley gets the prize there. Congratulations to Greg Biffle, tip of the cap there. Centos Rookie of the Race Award goes to Greg, $750 for his seventh place finish in tonight's Cummins 200. So we put this race in the books and we have one more yet to run here this weekend. Tomorrow night, the NASCAR Busch Series, Kroger 200. Live coverage on our sister network at 8.15
2: p.m. Eastern Time that race as well should be a doozy. Always is here at uh, IRP. The Bush Series cars did not get a chance to qualify today due to the inclement weather we had for much of the afternoon. They'll qualify early tomorrow afternoon, then line them up and start knocking them down tomorrow night here at race. That's probably a bad way to phrase it (laughs) after what we've (laughs) seen tonight. Line them up and go racing here in the Kroger 200 Motor Racing Network to bring that race to you live tomorrow evening.
1: And as we speak, these NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series crews are packing up their trucks and Equipment and will pull out tonight for a race Sunday in New Hampshire. It's the Pennzoil VIP Discount Auto Parts 200. Live coverage right here on the NASCAR Truck Network, 12:45 p.m. Eastern Time, from the New Hampshire International Speedway. From there, the trucks head on to Flemington Speedway in New Jersey on August the 8th. Then on August the 15th, Saturday night under the lights, it is the. Federated Auto Parts 250 in Nashville, Tennessee. And on Sunday, August 23rd, we hit the road course again, Heartland Park, Topeka in Kansas. And close out the month of August at the Louisville Motor Speedway in Kentucky. We'd like to see you at the racetrack. All of these ticket offices still have tickets on sale. But if you can't make it, you can tune in right here to the NASCAR Truck Network. So with this said, we will close our coverage of the Cummins 200 tonight and focus our attention to... The race Sunday at the New Hampshire International Speedway. We'd like to thank the voices you heard on the broadcast tonight. Joe Moore was on the backstretch. Jim Phillips and Tony Rizzuti in the pit and garage areas. And for Alan Bestwick, I am Mike Bagley congratulating Jack Sprague, picking up his third win of 1998. He is the winner of tonight's coming 200. Good night from Indiana.
0: This week's MRN Classic Race has been brought to you by Hercules Tires.